So I am a psychic medium. I'm in Canada and I'm also a published author and just coming up in a couple of weeks, my second book is being released. Visit our sponsor, The Most Gifted Psychics. Call 866-228-2883 and mention code word Haunting Live to receive 10 minutes for just $10. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Kennedy. So I am a psychic medium. I'm in Canada. And I'm also a published author. And just coming up in a couple of weeks, my second book is being released. And it is called Advanced Mediumship, a Masterful Guide for the Practicing Medium. And we're here to talk about that today. Yes, we are. That was going to be my first question. Is this your first book or apparently it's your second book? So um, what made you decide to write a second book? Well, good question. Uh, my first book, which is called How to Become a Medium, it's a step-by-step guide to connecting with the other side. Um, that book was published in 2015. And so it was um, sort of an introductory book um, for the new medium or someone with curiosities about the spirit world and how to start building um, the ability to connect with it. Um, And of course, over the last eight years now, um, you know, so much in my own life has changed and evolved, etc. And so the new book, Advanced Mediumship, as its name alludes, is um, a deeper book. So it's geared toward Um, folks who have practiced some mediumship, not professionally necessarily, although it is also targeted to new professionals. Um, But the book is meant as sort of like a next step from how to become a medium, um, assuming that a little bit of practice or a little bit of learning has taken place between book one for the reader um, and book two. So um, my publisher is uh, Library Tales Publishing and they're in uh, New York, New York. Um, so it's been great to work with them. They they published my first book, and they're also the publishers of my second book. Um, so they have a great team that I've worked with to put this book together. Um, and we're ready to launch, and the book will be released March 23rd, 2023. Great. Yeah, that's coming out fast, so it'll be out very soon. So we're happy to help you out here and get the word out about the book. So it's about the practicing medium. So is this for somebody that sort of has some mediumship experience already and wants to further advance their mediumship abilities? Or is that mainly that's what right. it's about? Yeah, that's exactly right. So it's, it's so the book is meant to come after reading How to Become a Medium, my first book. And spending a little bit of time doing the exercises that are in book number one, Um, you may be in a development circle, you may have taken workshops. And so advanced mediumship, the new book is meant to help the medium who's ready to step into more advanced practices, whether you're a professional or not. Um, But it is geared toward those with experience, and especially to those looking to step into the work professionally. Um, There are practice guides Um, in terms of how to set up a practice and what we need to do with that. Um, There are also a lot of advanced techniques in the book. And so, you know, when we first start learning mediumship, you know, the skill is uh, pretty basic to begin with for those who who are learning. And as you step into deeper work and you start working as a professional, you know, the, the level of work that you should be able to deliver in terms of accuracy, the number of spirit people that come through during a reading, et cetera, um, it needs to be much more significant than it was when you first started. And so the new book um, brings in exercises 
techniques um, for the more advanced medium, the one who's looking to step into professional practice. If not right now, there are steps in here to get there. So that's sort of the pathway that is intended throughout the book. So will the book kind of lay out a guide for the medium to work on their mediumship, how to get from where they are to a more advanced spot? Precisely, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about the details within the book, um, what the chapters hold, and sort of what the reader can expect to find in the book? Sure. Yeah, I talk, I mean, I talk about a number of things, Um, you know, off the top of my head, thinking of a few chapters, one of the chapters that I actually had to add to the manuscript after it was mostly completed was um, a chapter about working with spirit and people, living people, virtually. Because, of course, over the last three years, how we connect with each other has changed. Um, and, and so for many years in my teaching practice, you know, most of the students that I would teach would really just be um, practicing reading for people, sitting face to face with them. And for a number of years, you know, I always did virtual readings, but typically it wasn't over video. It used to be over phone if it wasn't in person, but that's changed too. Um, But, you know, for a lot of years to have a student step out of their comfort zone and try reading with someone or for someone virtually, it made them really nervous. And then suddenly in, you know, 2020, if you weren't already accustomed to it, you were catapulted into having to deliver readings virtually to people that were either clients or volunteers for you. So I had to add an entire chapter. And, and of course, as a medium, certainly as, as professionals, you know, we know that connecting with spirit, um, you know, doesn't occur within regular time space. We don't need to be sitting in the same room as someone to connect with their spirit people. Um, but for students of mediumship, and certainly for clients, um, you know, they, they may not be aware of that. So I did have to add an entire chapter about, you know, about that new concept and how the way we are connecting with each other in living has changed, but the way that we connect with spirit, whether the person we're delivering the information to is across a screen or over the phone or over the other side of a computer or sitting across from us, that process of mediumship is exactly the same. There's nothing different about it. So, so I've talked, I talk about that in the book and then, um, I have a really fun chapter that I call um, Go On, Take the Stage. And so the chapter is dedicated to um, platform mediumship. So delivering gallery or um, large group style readings. Um, I think that it's a it's a really important chapter. Um, you know, you, you always sometimes hear or see of folks who are kind of new, newer to professional practice or, or brand new to it and would like to take the stage and deliver a gallery reading. Um, and, you know, the process of mediumship behind it, behind a, a, a private sitting and a gallery reading is the same for them from the medium's perspective. But the delivery is very different. The technique is actually quite different. And so I've dedicated an entire chapter to that um, because I think that platform mediumship or public mediumship demonstrations are an important part of the work. Um, there are a lot of folks that would like to witness what this is about without having to be singularly vulnerable in a private reading. And so I think it's important to sort of share the reality of the spirit world with people from afar sometimes. And so I I have a chapter on that as well. Talk a lot about personal development in this book. So, um, you know, talking about, you know, one's own material and our own sort of healing and self-evolution, you know, tending to our own woundedness as individuals so that we can also become sort of more spirit-like so that we can more deeply understand their messages 
their viewpoints from the spirit world without having significant sort of distortion through our own experiences. I think that that's important. I had written an article on that very topic a number of years ago to huge review. Um, so many mediums, um, you know, especially in the UK, I mean, we had hundreds and hundreds of comments, um, you know, about people feeling like this is a discussion that we needed to have and we need to still have it. And so I decided to include, this, include the same sort of topic within the new book. Yeah, great. I think a lot of topics do need to be discussed still within this field. So especially mediums at any point of the career need to understand how to do certain things. Like you said, maybe they're not sure about how to do stage presences where they need to stand up in front of people and still communicate with spirit compared to a one-on-one -on -one session. Like they're probably used to one-on-one, -on -one, but might not be used to that. So I think that's great that you discuss those types of topics. So Yeah, for sure. Another thing that I, that I do talk about in the book is taking care of our own energy and our own mental health as mediums. So, you know, a reality that's at play if you're a professional in this work is that over time, you know, over thousands and thousands of readings, you are exposed to other people's traumatic experiences in death or in the case of a spirit person or in loss in the case of the person that you're reading for. Um, and so we can store <clears throat> a tremendous amount of information in our brains and it, it feels like memories that we hold, but they're not our memories. Um, so there are sort of like, it's sort of like collateral damage as a result of this work that we have to tend to as mediums so that we don't burn out so that we don't, you know, become bombarded by the lower energies of stories and information that we are sort of exposed to. Um, so I do talk about that because it's exceptionally important to maintain your own health and well-being and doing this work. Yeah, for sure. You're bombarded with emotions and energies from spirit as well as the person you're reading for so it's important to yeah writing this book has it kind of guided you along as well have you put your own experiences into the book while writing it for sure i have anecdotal um you know writings teachings and uh examples throughout the book and i think that that's important um you know in hundreds and hundreds of reviews of my first book how to become a medium so many of the comments are about you know i found it really um connectable when you talked about, you know, when this very thing happened to you. Um, you know, I have emails from people all over the world who've read my book and say, you know, I read this chapter when you talked about, you know, this experience with your dad or this experience with this client, it resonated with me really deeply. I felt like, okay, I'm not alone and they understand this. Um, and also, you know, if you haven't experienced something yet as a medium or as a student medium, sometimes, you know, if we just describe what a scenario or what a situation might be or might become. Sometimes it's hard to envision what that really looks like without illustrating by an example. So I think that examples are important. Um, and so I, I, do I do talk a lot about my own experiences. I talk about <clears throat> a little bit about spirit releasement in this book as well. Um, you know, like probably statistically speaking, the more people in spirit that you come in contact with, the more mediumship you, that you do, um, you're more likely or your, you know, statistical probability of encountering um, a grounded spirit or a, a ghost, um, it, it becomes higher and higher. And so as an advanced medium or a professional medium, you want to know what to do with that. You want to be able to equip yourself with the tools and the know-how, how to remedy that situation. And so I do talk about that in a couple of the chapters in the book. Um, same as clearing your own personal energy field and also spaces that you're working in. 
Can you connect any of your personal experiences to what you have in the book? Can you give an example of, say, something that's happened oh. to you while you're out there sure. in the field to something that you have in the book? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it's a great little segue. So um, we can use a, a low energy attachment as an example. A number of years ago, I was reading for a client in my office and um, uh, at the end of the reading, the person that came through during the reading was a transitioned spirit person. But at the end of the reading, we gave each other a hug and then they left. And then maybe uh, six or seven hours later, I started to feel a little bit off in my energy field. I felt like my emotional state was a little gappy or a little bit blank. It didn't feel like me. Um, I felt like my focus was sort of fuzzy. Um, I felt like I couldn't smile or laugh in situations that should be light to me and, and, and be, you know, easily either comical or enjoyable. And so because I was aware of my own energy very well, I have myself mapped, I was able to um, discern the fact that I now had something in my energy field that wasn't mine. It didn't belong to me. It didn't originate with me. And it had, it was of a lower quality and it was sort of masking my own energy. It was interfering with the expression of my true self and so um, I knew that I had an attachment in my field that needed to be removed. And so in the sort of process of the removal, I discovered the origin, the origin of the attachment. And it was, in fact, in the moment of embrace with the client that I had, um, it wasn't a family member connected to them, but there was an attachment in their field that on our embrace actually sort of jumped from their field to mine, um, which can happen whether you're a medium or not. Um, so in the book, I talk about that, you know, how to recognize what's you know what's you and the importance of that so that you are able to identify when there's something in your field that isn't you. And what do you hope that people get out of the book once they read it? What do you hope they kind of gather from the information you have in there? Uh, you know, a couple of things. I, I, my hope is that they, you know, the reader is pushed, that they're pushed out of their <clears throat> current realm of understanding, their current mode of practice, that they expand, that they broaden and deepen not only their connection to spirit, but their ability to, you know, provide service to people here in the physical world. Um, so my hope is that to give a bit of a roadmap to say, hey, what's next for me? How else can I deepen my practice? How else can I preserve my own wellness in this work? How can I up my game, up change my consciousness as a medium so that I'm of higher service and that I'm reaching my own potential? So that's, you know, that's my initial hope. Um, and then... The other part of it is, you know, those have, that have really stretched already and they've come into some level of mastery in mediumship, but they haven't made the leap into professional practice because it can be a little bit scary and a little bit frightening. Um, my hope is that the book is a guide to support that process, um, to bring them into, uh, you know, clearer conviction about their work and help them to understand that we have common experiences as mediums, even as professionals, and that pushing past the fear is possible. Um, and most of the things that we want in our career as, as mediums is just on the other side of that. Um, and so that's sort of the other hope or intention that I have in writing the book.
Yeah, I think that would be a great outcome if people read the book and then they realize they can advance further into it. They can feel confident in going forward with their mediumships. So I think we all need that too, even if you're not as advanced as somebody else. Maybe you're just beginning it and you need that confidence boost. Um, hopefully they can get something out of that too. I agree. Yes, absolutely. So how long did it take you to write the book? Did it take a while or did you kind of know what you wanted to put in right away or...? No, um, there were many versions of the book before the final version. I had, I think I'd started writing this book in, I, I remember actually, I remember putting the first words into the computer. I was flying out West. I was flying to BC and I'm trying to remember, I think that was probably 2018. So that was the sort of like first iteration of the book, um, which evolved and and was abandoned and then returned to and then evolved again. Um, and so I really, you know, I initially, my initial concept wasn't quite what it is today. Um, partly because I took time in between to just pause from writing, because of course, my practice and my life is quite full. Um, and so finding time to write isn't always easy. Um, it's never easy. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but it, uh, yeah, so it evolved over the course of a probably four years, actually. So my first book, you know, I, I wrote it, I think nine years ago, it was published eight years ago. And then yeah, I think between 2018 and 2022, I had, you know, dabbled in it and, and revised and changed, um, and then brought it into what it is today. Okay, yeah. So like, during your downtime, you have more time to sit and think about what you want to write. So that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a, a writer as my profession. It's it's a compliment to my mediumship and teaching practice. <clears throat> so I don't have daytime hours where I sit and write, you know, I'm working with clients, or I have downtime. And I, of course, I have family. Um, and so I typically write, yeah, just like you say, on 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 downtime. So I may write in the evening when my kids are in bed, my first book was actually exclusively written after both of my young kids were put to bed. <laughs> um, and this time was mostly in the evening, sometimes on some travel or some weeks off, I would do some writing. Yeah, that makes sense. Just do it when you have time and it'll all come together eventually. So are you happy with the outcome of how the book turned out? So yeah, I, I'm definitely happy with it. I, you know, I, you always have new ideas when you're writing. So you could be in the middle of writing a piece and then feel like I could just go on and on about this subject matter, <clears throat> which is great because you have these little seeds of inspiration that become planted for another project. So, you know, throughout the course of writing this book, and I and I actually use this these words sometimes in some of the chapters that an entire book could be written on this subject matter, but we'll stick to a chapter here. Um, and so that, you know, that was great. There are a couple of ideas that that came out of writing advanced mediumship that I I, I likely will put into a, another project going forward or a couple of other projects. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm happy with it. Are you able to use what you put in there yourself day to day when you do your work as well? Is it something that you can practice on? Oh yeah, I mean it's it. I mean everything that's in here are, are my own techniques, so they're self-developed, um, they're self-understood, they work. I use them every day in my practice, um, and I teach them every day with students who then use them in their practice. Um, and so, uh, oh yeah, I mean these are these are not you know the examples, the techniques, the approaches. They are not you know one-off outlier examples. These are circumstances that you will run into every single day that you are working in mediumship. Yeah, great that you can learn off of that as well and keep using them too. So 
So when does this book come out? I think it, you said it's coming out in March sometime, so fairly yep. soon. It's being released March 23rd, and it will be available through all major book retailers, including Amazon. Um, and I think it's ready for pre-order now. Um, I'm pretty sure of that, but don't quote me on it. But March 23rd, 2023 is the release date. Are they able to pre-order it? Do you know for sure if it's going to be out before the actual release date? It will be available or? for pre-order. I think it's available for pre-order right now, but it will it will be available for pre-order. If it isn't today, then it likely would be tomorrow or this week coming. But yes, pre-order is definitely happening. Okay, great. And uh, you said Amazon. Is it anywhere else? Like um, yep. Indigo and stuff as well? Or? Indigo, Barnes & Noble. It'll be available through all major retailers. Okay, wonderful. Well, we look forward to that, and hopefully it does really well for you, especially after you, this is your second book in Publish Now, so I'm sure people will look forward to getting it as well. So, Thank you so much, Trevor, for having me. Well, thank you for being on. It's been wonderful to talk to you again, and you're welcome back anytime, of course, to Haunting Live. So. Thank you so much. Miss one of our episodes? Replay your episodes on Rhode Island Broadcasting, Wednesdays at 10 p.m. EST. Show your support for Haunting Live by supporting our broadcast partner, Rhode Island Broadcasting. Find them on YouTube. The paranormal can happen at any time, so that's why our Etsy store is always open. Get your paranormal items from cleansing to protection to attraction. All available now on our Etsy store. Search Haunting Live.